Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Matt Chat. This is David Miracatani. Today, it's a real pleasure to be joined by the head wrestling coach from the University of Michigan, who recently renounced, announced his retirement, Joe McFarlane. Coach, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Dave. First, I don't even know where to start. First of all, congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. Um, much appreciated. It, uh, you know, still getting over the grueling three days of our um, just recent championships, and uh, I'm just trying to decompress now and and sort of look be, be quite honestly a little surreal for me. But yeah, but here I am. <laughs> I want to get into that, but <laughs> I think you know, being with track wrestling the last couple of years. I mean, I've gone to I don't know twenty something national tournaments, but the last two years being on the floor and being backstage and kind of watching the raw emotions of the winning and the losing and how people cope and having to bounce back. Um, how many years do you think it takes off your life every year? <laughs> that, that, that weekend in March, what, Coach. It's unbelievable. My, you know, me and my staff, we were talking about that, even even throughout the tournament, um, how grueling those rounds are. I mean, you wrestle every match with these guys, um, you know, and then, the, 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 you know, dealing with the nerves leading up to a big match and, and, uh, and hoping that your guy goes out and performs the way he's uh, capable is, uh, yeah, I mean, you're shot literally by by the end of the day. And between rounds, you're going back and you're getting off your feet um, just because, uh, you know, you're just trying to trying to save as much energy as you can. So it is, man, as a coach, it's, it's a grueling three days for sure. Yeah. Well, I want to give everybody your background just quickly. And not, not to dismiss it because it's very impressive, but really I want to talk about this, the past season and stuff going forward. But Two-time Ohio, okay. two-time Ohio State champion, four-time All-American at Michigan, including two-time finalist, head coach at Indiana from 90 to 92, um, 92 to 99, assistant coach under Dale Barr, and then 99 till 2018, the head coach at Michigan. Um, 31 different student-athletes, and this was off Wikipedia, so I guess we'll have to update it for this past season, but... Five individual titles, 55 All-American honors, 17 Big Ten individual crowns. Some of the, the highlight guys, two-time NCAA champ, four-time Big Ten champ Kellen Russell, two-time NCAA champ and four-time All-American Ryan Bertine, NCAA champions and uh, three-time All-American Steve Luke, four-time All-American Eric Tannenbaum, and then three-time All-Americans Otto Olson, Andy Robot, Ryan and Josh Torella, Greg Wagner, and Tyrell Todd. So... You know, for people that just did know you for more than the great suits and the perfect hair, um, you, you know how to coach a little bit too, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are some those are some 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 great people that you just mentioned, really, um, of of great character too. And you know, you talk a little bit about their their their, their wrestling accomplishments, but you know, more importantly, was uh, the kind of people those guys were of, of really really high character and great work ethic. So we're we're proud to have all those guys and and many more. Um, that have come and, and gone through uh, our program. For sure. So I guess the first question I have is, coaches, how did you come to the decision? Uh, when did you make it, and why did you make it? Um, yeah, that's uh, you know, we, my wife and I have been thinking um, last couple of years. Actually, we've been talking about it, um, and we and we were like I like it came out in our uh, the, the press release statement that that I made. Um, we were just looking for a good time for me to be able to step away. Um, you know, it's a, it's a grind and we, we just talked a little bit about the, just the tournament itself, but the season, uh, is a grind and, and, uh, you know, coaching nowadays, it's 24, 7, 12 months a year. And, and, um, I don't know, it, it just, uh, 
you know, I almost did it a couple of years ago, to be quite honest with you. I went and talked to my athletic director and, and, and told him that, you know, 16, 17 was going to be my last year. But then I I went back a few, few weeks later and reconsidered. Um, I told him I'd take it year by year. And um, I think when I showed up in October is when I told him, again, that I was for sure um, into my last year of coaching. He sort of chuckled a little bit and said, uh, <laughs> so we told me that last time, you know. So, But right. uh, I said, no, I'm, my wife and I have, have, have talked talked it over and stuff. And it was going to be my last year. You know, there's there's always somebody else too. You know, there's there's always a spouse that you have that, that you have to take in consideration or a family. Um, you know, my wife and I don't have any children. We've, we've got the four-legged furry kind. You know, we've got black labs and stuff. But but um, you know, there's always somebody else you have to take into consideration. And she's made a lot a lot of sacrifices. She's an RN and um, in orthopedic surgery over here at a local hospital in Ann Arbor. And um, between her schedule and my schedule, it's it can be very difficult at times. You know, not um, we're both on the go all the time, and so. Um, yeah, I, I just I couldn't think of a more appropriate place to end my career is where I grew up. I grew up in Cleveland. My dad was a re, my you know this is sort of an interesting maybe it's a, a an asterisk or something, but um, my dad retired with the Cleveland Fire Department after 33 years, and and uh, I'm a junior. I'm a, um, named after my dad, and and um, you know um, I don't know this is my 33rd year of coaching. Oh, you know, wow. 11 as an assistant. Oh, wow. Yeah, 11 as an assistant, 22 years as a head coach, and it just seemed appropriate, you know. So a couple of years ago, I was like, wow, this is uh, this is meant to be, and and um, uh, so yeah, here we are, and it's amazing how fast time goes. You just you know when you're going through it, you don't realize that all these years are flying by, but but uh, looking back on it, you realize they do. Yeah, I'm a coach's kid, so um, I know what it's like, you know, what the sacrifices and you know, all the road trips my mom took over the years to be with my dad and, and support those kids as well. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, did you tell your team and coaching staff at the beginning of the season or when did you let them know? No, I did not. I, I um, you know, my, my staff knew. I, I, I talked to my staff about it, um, but it, it stayed it stayed between us. And of course, my wife was aware of it. Um, but um, no, we, we, we didn't, I didn't release it. Uh, I didn't, say anything until our social Saturday night we had a real nice um, social with all of our Michigan parents and and, and fans and and uh, our guys get up and speak and um, at, at the very end of that is when I announced that it was going to be my last championship and um, and I promised my athletic director in October that I I, I wouldn't say anything um, you know I, I only wanted to make an announcement um, if there was more of a, a, a like a, a transition announcement where it was you know I'm retiring and Coach Cormont's taken over. Um, so it gave my athletic director some time to, you know, look at our program, evaluate everything, get to know Sean a little bit better. Um, and, and there's a process that we're going through right now in regards to opening the job up, um, interviewing. Um, Sean's already already went through his interview, and I know I, I know it went really well. Um, so that's sort of where we're at right now with everything, and right. give you a little that gives you a little little background on on how we did things and and and. and you know, and the other option for us too was to maybe make an announcement, like at some point in time before the NCAA's, or maybe between the Big Tens and NCAA's. And I did, I didn't, I, I was, I was against that. I didn't want want the distraction. I felt it had been a distraction for our guys, yeah. um, myself and my my assistant coaches. Um, the, there have been a lot of questions uh, being asked, and I just we just didn't need that. We wanted to focus on on competing and having the best tournament we possibly could. <laughs> that tournament's hard enough. When you're when you're yeah. completely focused. So if you're not completely focused, I would think it's really difficult. Yeah. Um, I, well, and it's it's ironic, you know, as I'm listening to you. I mean, I, I've known you since 1992, and uh, yeah. I was leaving 
the tournament Saturday night, and I was walking by, and, and you were talking to your team, I think, in their uniforms as a group, probably for the last time, that group of guys. And uh, yeah, yeah, we were we were talking a little bit about uh, what was going to go down that night at the at the uh, reception, and um, I still hadn't told those guys yet. Um, some of it was uh, you know um, expected behavior, um, just because you know it's a Saturday evening and these guys are going to be you know all the, a lot of the wrestlers' seasons over with, so to speak. The championships are over with, and there's a lot of people running around. We just wanted to make sure that these guys. Uh, um, you know, keeping their heads on their shoulders and, and uh, making good decisions, and, and uh, I, we have a great group of guys here. And so, but there's always it's always good to re, remind those guys of that. Um, we we actually have a team meeting today. Um, we're just all going to get together again and talk about some stuff. And um, I'm I'm going to try to give those guys an update on sort of where everything's at right now. Right. Yeah. It was. Um, you know. So like like I said, you know, I wanted to wait. You know, I didn't want to walk by be a distraction. I also, you know, wanted to congratulate you and Sean. And, you know, it was interesting. I don't know why I got a weird vibe. Like, you know, I shook your hand and congratulated and hugged you. And I don't know why. It just, I had a weird vibe. And I guess now I know what it was, you know, that I'll probably yeah. never see you make that speech again. So, um, when you, yeah. when you, yeah, it was, it was uh, it's emotional, man. It was an emotional weekend for me. And I, you know, and I'm, I'm not a super emotional guy, but I am to a degree. And, Again, like I said, you know, my parents were were huge influences on me and stuff, and just with the way I was raised and um, the work ethic they taught me, um, you know, between that and the discipline they taught me, and um, you know w what it took to be successful, and the fact that both my parents are gone now, and and then my dad literally, you know, worked four or five blocks east of of, of the arena um, throughout his years. They were both huge wrestling fans, went to all the national tournaments, and I just knowing that I was going to it was going to be my last one, and. And I was going to make the announcement at the end uh, on Saturday evening was uh, was a little emotional at times, but I fought it out through the weekend, stayed focused on wrestling. Yeah, I still yeah. don't have my voice back, as you probably can tell. No, this is the perfect time, Coach. I can get a word in edgewise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. they say I've got to get the gab. I have kissed the Blarney film too a couple of times. All the great ones do for sure. So <laughs> when you think about not coaching what'll be the stuff let's start with the kind of maybe the funny stuff what's what do you think you'll miss the least what do i what what will i miss the least probably the grind of everything um it's just uh you have to wear many hats uh it's not just about wrestling it's about academics it's about you know um you know keeping these guys in line socially so you're responsible for you know 33 35 guys on on, on campus at all times uh, and um you know just a lot that goes into it um and then you you throw in you know RTC stuff, you throw in alumni events, you throw in, you know it's just it, it, the the list goes on and on. There's as a coach, um, like I said, you wear many hats, and I think that's probably the thing. I, I, I mean, although a lot of those things are great, I think the whole thing when you add everything up is just there's there's a constant go. It's 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 it, it, you know it's busy, and that's a good thing. But after a while, it can it can wear you out a little bit, and I think the grind is 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 tough. Yeah. Um, and I think I probably know the answer or answers to this, but what, what do you think you'll miss the most? Um, I'm definitely going to miss just being around the guys and being around my staff and that kind of stuff, you know. Um, that, that's, that's, that, that's what you really do this for. Um, you, you're, you're trying to, you know, help these guys reach your goals, and at the same time you're trying to, you know, make sure you're, you're, you're presenting a challenging but rewarding environment um, in their own personal development. And, um I think those things, and then the other thing you missed too is uh, is just seeing these guys come back and and uh, um, you know as they as they've gone on and 
gotten married and had families and, and gotten into their careers, you see those guys come back and you see how rewarding that is. But that'll never go away. I'll continue to do that. Stay, you know, stay, uh, you know, continue to support the program and stuff. So um, those things I will continue to look forward to seeing, seeing old, old, uh, whether it's an old teammate or um, you know someone who who, who wrestled for you. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to a lot more of that down the road. Yeah, for sure. So your perspective to me is really interesting. You know, because you like you said, 33 years. And I guess how you know how have you seen how has wrestling changed in the last however many years? Like whatever time frame you want to look at, it, last 10, last 15, last 33. You know, what have what have you seen that has been like major changes or evolution in our sport? I think um, I would have to say, and and I think it's constantly evolving. But I would definitely have to have to say, like through social media, um, and through um, you know a combination of uh, like you know avenues like like Flow Wrestling or even the BTN, the Big Ten Network. Um, you know, I think all that has really really helped um, lift wrestling. I think you know I think a lot of these guys now you you know you, you saw these freshmen. Um, Winning, you know, a couple freshmen anyways this year, um, winning titles and stuff. These these young guys are are coming in. You know, if you think about it now, you know what 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 they have access to in regards to their own personal development. Looking at videos, they can they can they can watch, you know, Olympic champions, world champions, and you know from all different countries compete. Now, I never had that growing up. I don't think you did either. Um, no. You know, these guys now have they can watch all these college matches on 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 the Big Ten Network or. Um, the NCAA is on ESPN. I mean, it's just they have access to a lot more of that. And I think, in addition to that, there's there's more, um, you know, coaches out there, you know, developing clubs, um, and these guys are getting more one-on-one personal attention at an early age. And I think, you know, it's just really helping them in their development. These guys are coming in um, as as prepared as I've ever seen um, to compete, you know, at Division One. So I think. There's always going to be changes going on, but those are just a couple that I can I can think of. Yeah, for sure. So as you see that, as these guys come in more and more savvy, both wrestling-wise and social media-wise, kind of the whole package, how have you had to change as a coach to uh, – Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we were just laughing about this the other day. I, there's no way I could do uh, – in fact, I was with some of our alums um, in Cleveland at following the reception, and we were laughing about some of the things that um, – that I made them do, you know, I do some crazy things, you know, whether it's some sauna stuff or, you know, just some crazy workouts, you know, you can't do some of that stuff anymore, obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, some of the practices, uh, you know, they would probably lock me up, but, um, uh, you know, a lot of those things were developed, uh, you know, would be designed to just, you know, work on their, their, their mental toughness and all that kind of stuff, but, yeah, and then along the lines of, you just have to treat these guys differently, I'm not nearly as intense, I don't think, as I used to be, and that comes with one one with just getting a little bit older. But at the same time, I I think the kids are growing up in a different. It's a different generation, and um, I, you know, I don't think I I could have coached the same way. In fact, I know I can't coach the same way today as I did, you know, all those years ago. Um, I was I was pretty feisty and intense as a young coach, and um, you know, I mean, there's 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 certain expectations. I understand that that stuff never changes, but just on how you approach things and how you run practices and and uh, interact with your with your student athletes. It's all it's all changed, and I think that's all, all all for the better. Yeah, I think I think great. You know, like you said, it's always evolving. And like you said, hey, there's just one or two things, but there's a bunch. And 
if you're going to be successful, you know, you either evolve or you get passed up. And, and I, I see that a lot. Like, you know, my, you know, my dad's old school, you know, he started coaching college in 1970 and did it for 40 years. And, you know, he, he likes to think he didn't change, but he did, you know, cause he had to, you know, oh, you, you have know? to, if you're going to stand it that long, yeah. no question about it. Yeah. And I think my, 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 uh, my staff, and, you know, we talked a little bit about this earlier. I think my staff is really in tune with all that kind of stuff, social media and Twitter and all this kind of stuff, you know, and so, that's a huge piece in, in regards to recruiting, um, regards to, uh, you know, showcasing your program and, and, you know, and so on. But, you know, so I think they're really, really in tune with this, this generation. For people that don't understand this, you are really, really a high-level guy. I mean, you wrestled in Tbilisi and medaled there and you're the outstanding wrestler of the USA and, and we're so old versus the old USSR dual meet. Um, and you've been coached by great, great guys. I mean, you know, mentored by Dale Barr and people like that. What is maybe a lesson or a word of wisdom that you received early on, either as an athlete or early on as a coach that, that you've kind of kept with you as you've gone on throughout your career? I learned one early on for me personally, because I don't know. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I would like to think that my career would have gone down a similar path, but I was in my first, I was just finished my first, first year of wrestling um, and I had a, a, you know, there was, there was, there was a, a four brothers that, that, uh, that coached us. And, and, uh, the, the head coach was a guy named Dale Smith who, who, uh, coached our CYO program and, and, you know, Jimmy Heffernan, the whole Heffernan family and myself included, we came out of the same, same CYO program. And, um, anyway, so I just finished my first year of wrestling and, you know, I was second string behind my older brother at the same weight class. And it was one of those things. And he asked me at the end of, at the end of the season, what my goal was. And I said, I want to be a city champ. And he said, okay, here's what you're going to need to do to be a city champ. I'm going to have practices all spring and summer. I expect you to be at every one of them. And I nodded, yes, of course, you know. Well, probably the third or fourth, third or fourth one in, you know, it was starting to get hot. And some friends of mine had called me up and said, hey, we're going down to the pool. Um, and I said, well, yeah, just, you know, there's probably some girls in the neighborhood that were going to be there, who knows. But, you so know, I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 uh, you know, told my buddies, I said, oh, man, I don't know. I, 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 got, I got wrestling practice this afternoon, and they're sort of laughing. I don't worry about wrestling practice, blah, blah, blah. You can go to the next one. So I'm like, okay, I'm coming. So literally those guys are in my driveway on their, on, on their bikes. I was putting my leg – I had my towel around my neck. I'm putting my leg over my bike, and my brother, older brother comes running out and says, hey, Joe, um, you know, Dale's on the phone. He wants to talk to you. And I'm like, hey, tell him I'm not home. Tell him I just left. And he goes, no, you, 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 you go in and talk to him, you know. So I did. And, um. He first thing he said to me was, "Hey, you coming to practice today?" And I have I have a feeling my brother tipped him off, but he said, "Hey, you coming to practice today?" And I was like, "Oh, well, I was him and Holland." And, and I said, "Well, I think I was going to go swimming with my friend." And you know, he he was a no nonsense guy. You know, he basically started laying into me a little bit, and you know, make, probably making me feel guilty more than anything. You know, and so I told him I'd be there. So I went back out and told my my friends I I wasn't going to be able to go and watch those guys they'll you know bike off into the sunset going down the pool. I knew I was going. I was going. I was going through a wrestling workout, and the mats were outside. He put the mats outside, and so a lot of times the sun was beating down on the mats. So, and and we'd hit these moves over and over and over again. And, anyways, he, he pulled me aside after practice and uh, had a long talk with me about w- what commitment meant and what it what it requires to be successful, uh, regardless of what you do. And and I think that was my first lesson. And I never missed a, a, a practice. I didn't miss that one, obviously, but I he guilted me into going. But I never missed a practice after that. And I you know, went on and won two city championships and then two state titles in Ohio. And I think that sort of set the tone for me, um, to be honest with you. And, uh, 
you know, that along just with the way I was raised by my parents, it was, it was, uh, there were two very, uh, Irish Catholic family. I'm one of seven, you know, six boys and a girl. I was second youngest. Um, my parents were very loving parents, but, uh, you know, but tough at times and, and disciplined with us. We all had chores and things that we had to do. Boys all had paper out. So uh, just, just the way I was raised. Um, and, and that lesson from, from Coach Smith was, uh, was an important one for me. That blue-collar mentality. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, we all, like I said, we all had chores, and, and uh, it was all inspected by my mother. She was a, she was a loving but tough Irish lady, and, and uh, you know, I mean, you had to do it right, and, or she'd make you do it over again. And, and uh, like I said, it was, it was uh, looking back on it, and I, I don't – I just – everything evolved from the way I was – the way I was raised in, in regards to my, you know, my values, my, my work ethic and so on. You know, everything came out of that, that, that house. Uh, and, and my parents, uh, you know, poured a lot of love and a lot of support into us. So it was, uh, it was, it was looking back on it, it was a great thing for me. Yeah, for sure. I know a little bit about tough, but loving Irish moms too. So. Um. Yes, you do. I know her very well. She, you, you know, your parents are just great parents. You've been blessed. And so was I. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, it was interesting. You know, I reached out to you as soon as I heard the news and you agreed to come on. And I started, you start trying to formulate questions. And one of the things I thought about was just, I didn't know when you had told everybody, and now I do, like, just, this was your final ride, so to speak. I mean, did you find, yeah. did you find yourself reacting emotionally more so to like a similar event where like maybe you would move the needle like from a one to a five and you're moving to maybe a one or an eight or a nine because you know this is the last time you're going to go through this this specific situation with these guys I mean how was it emotionally for you um it was uh it, it was at times you know I sort of went back and forth a little bit on with my emotions and stuff and, and like I said there was just a lot going on in my head um, but you know, once you, once, you know, once you're there and your guys are getting ready to compete, you're really locked in and, and, um, dialed into the match itself and stuff. But so there, there was times things my you know, my emotions would float a little bit of, um, you know, most times it was like maybe between rounds and we're having a discussion with my wife, that kind of stuff. Cause we, we obviously both knew it was my last, my last hurrah. Um, at, at, you know, at the same time though, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to my next chapter. I don't know what that's going to be, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm, I'm at peace with, uh, with my retirement. Um, I'm excited about, um, you know, what, what, what's down the road for, for me and my wife, Linda, and, you know, spending more time with her and, and uh, see what the next chapter is. Yeah. Well, lots of big moments for this team. You guys wrestled really well. And, you know, really, I think to me, as far as the dual meet season goes, the big win in Carver Hawkeye. And, uh, you know, I was, I was watching that meet with a, a guy who, really looks up to Sean Bormet and, you know, we're, we found somebody to put it on a Big Ten network in a bar here in St. Louis. Um, and then you guys go to Nationals. You take four, two finalists, multiple All-Americans. You know, a guy like Abinader finally gets on the stand as a senior. Uh, Misik, his, yeah. his long journey, you know, to get to you guys after some craziness along the way makes the finals. And then you, you, you're sitting in the corner, the last match of the tournament, which – if 184 had gone the other way, would have also decided the team title. And yeah, yeah. And you're coaching Adam Kuhn, an unbelievable heavyweight, against maybe the soon-to-be greatest of all time, Kyle Snyder. So it, it's kind of weird. Like, I, unless you're from Michigan, you probably root for Kyle Snyder just because of what he represents, you know, for our country and everything else. 
tell me what kind of guy Adam Kuhn is, because I don't think a lot of people have, have had the chance to hear that story. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a very impressive guy. Um, I always said this about him when when uh, when not only we were recruiting Adam, but you know when he came here as a freshman, he was like 18 going on 30. Um, and basically, what I was saying was, you know, here's a very very mature, focused kid. Um, has his priorities in line. Um, you know, um, you know he, he's he's a very spiritual guy um, um, with his faith and uh, and his family. So I mean, I, I can't say enough. To be honest with you, I can't say enough great things about Adam. You know, he got his uh, um, his undergrad in aerospace engineering. He's now um, working on his master's in space engineering. So I mean, you think about what it takes to be an elite wrestler. Uh, you think about what it takes to get, you know, be working on your master's in space engineering, and then be able to have time for family and, and and so on. I mean, I mean, it takes a special guy to do that kind of stuff. And I think in a nutshell, that probably sort of describes Adam. Um, I mean, he he's been the face of our program for the last number of years, and and um, you know for good reason. And those are the kind of student athletes that we we, we strive to get here at Michigan. It's a great academic school. Um, it's a great athletic. Um, um, great athletic tradition that we have here in all our sport programs. So, um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to miss him. Um, you know, that was a tough one. Like I said, that we had, you know, lose that, 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 that finale match. And, and, um, you know, it probably was going to come down to, to who made a mistake. And unfortunately, you know, Adam made that one mistake at the, with what, 23 seconds left. Well, I think, I mean, this is maybe a, you know, a consolation note, but I think maybe people, didn't really realize how good Adam Kuhn was or never would have realized how good he was if he hadn't wrestled Kyle Snyder because obviously he beat him the one time, but it wasn't like Kyle Snyder beat him. You know, he, I think, you know, he, he won the last match. There's no controversial calls, but it wasn't like, you know, he took him down five times or put him on his back or anything like he had to battle, you know, really hard oh, to win those yeah. matches. Yeah. And, and yeah, know, no question about it. And I think, I think probably at the same time, it, Probably, probably helped Adam elevate his own wrestling, knowing that he has to compete against a guy like Kyle Schneider. But that's just the way Adam is. He's very competitive. He's very driven. He's very focused. And um, so, I mean, um, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think all the wrestling fans can appreciate that uh, that last match. And and uh, and I think everybody understands what what both guys have done to get there. You know, the, the sacrifices that they've made. Um, their families have made and so on and and uh, I was saying this too you know the both those guys are cut out of the same same cloth I mean they're they're both guys of high character um, they, great work ethic they both want to win and unfortunately one of them going to be able to get his hand raised and and uh, you know it ended up being Kyle but uh, you know what what a tribute to both guys for sure and, th- and this may be a weird question because he's not on your team but as a guy that watched him up close you know on personal wrestle you know what? What are your thoughts about a guy like Snyder and his maturity level and his accomplishments at such a young age? Oh, I think it's impressive. Um, I mean, you, you can tell. You know, when you're across the map from these guys, you, you can tell how they carry themselves. Um, you know, and I think you can have a have a sense of, of what kind of character they have. Um, and you have to have character to even do what we do in our sport. But um, you know, he, he's also spent. You know, a couple of years ago, he spent a week up here training um, at our RTC and stuff. So we've been around a little bit, and you watch him compete. You watch him, you know, he's 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 uh, you know, and you, you hear you hear the things that they 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 talk about. Um, um, you know, I think he's a guy of faith, and I think uh, um, 
you know, I know he's done an awful lot for the Ohio State wrestling program, just the uh, kind of guy he is and how he carries himself. So, I mean, I, I, it's, 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 it's hard to have any negative thoughts to any, anybody like that. Um, and I think there's been a little bit of talk recently in our sport of, of we have a lot of really, really good people, you know, um, that, yeah. that, you know, that, that are, that, that are getting more attention now, which is great. And I think, you know, we need to continue to do that. We need to continue to highlight the Adam Coons, the Kyle Snyders, you know, the Spencer Lees, uh, you know, um, the Tomasellos, those kind of guys. We need to continue to put those guys um, out in front of our younger, the, the younger generation on how you carry yourself, um, what, what's acceptable and what's not, um, what sportsmanship's all about, those kind of things. Um, so if I think we do that, um, you know, I think a lot of good things are going to be in store for our sport. Yeah, Andy Hamilton said after the World Championship, you know, when Helen Maroulis won and Snyder won and Burroughs won, you know, he, he made the point that maybe one of the things they have in common is they're all really good people. You know, and that, yeah. you know. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All people of faith and, you know, all doing, doing, living their lives the right way, not just, not just talented people that are kind of able to get away with stuff. And I, I think that's, that's great for our sport, right? It, it is because because I'm telling you the younger generation those guys are watching and um you know what the content we put we we put up there is what they're going to be watching and so I think it's important that we, that we you know we, we we flood them with with just positive stuff on um not just wrestling stuff but you know hey how you live your life um, the example you need to be setting um I think it's 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 uh, important for the survival of our sport down the road you know we've always had. You know, at least in the past, you know, go back 20, 30 years ago, you, you, we've always had a little bit of a black eye, I think, you know, just some people anyways, you know, just because of the physical nature of our sport. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of the stuff that, you know, social media and whatnot, um, getting, you know, our heroes more on more on, 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 on TV and stuff, I think it's changing all that. I think people are seeing, you know, what wrestlers are all about and, and what great character they have and what sportsmanship's all about. And so I, we need to con- continue to do that and put that out front. I, I agree a hundred percent. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, when, when I heard about the announcement was that, you know, we always do the preview. I mean, you know how wrestling people are like, it's, you know, 10 minutes after the season's over, it's like, well, who's going to be good next year. Right. And, yeah. um, um, you know, one of the things that, I'm really impressed by is that you're leaving the program on a really high note in a really great situation. I mean, you guys had a great season, a stellar recruiting class, a great coaching staff there in place. I know obviously the job will open up, but, you know, people there that if, if the season started tomorrow, those guys are in really good hands. You know, I, and that says a lot about you as a man and not just as a coach. So, you know, now that you're sort of the godfather here and can take a step back, um, you know, what are you expecting from this group in the next five years or so? Oh, I'm 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 expecting some 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 great things. I'm, I mean, I, like you said, the program's in great shape, and and we have a great group of returning guys, and and uh, that we're real excited about. We have a um, we have a great freshman class coming in, and um and I think the staff that 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 that's in place and um. I think uh, the guys that that'll be uh, leading the program are going to do a great job. Uh, I'm looking forward to. I, I really think they're going to be in a position to win some championships. And I think you know, we're knocking on the door right now, but I think you know, um, you know, down the road they're going to win some titles, and it's going to be exciting to see. And and um, you know, um, you know, as a guy, it's, you know, as a former student athlete here and. 
coached here for all these years now. It's uh, it's, it's it's pleasing to see, um, just because I believe maize and blue like all my all my coaches do. You know, that's the other thing too. These guys, all my whole coaching staff, and I don't know if there's anyone like this, anything like this in the country, but you know, we're all Michigan alums. We all went to Michigan. We all we all bleed the maize and blue, and and uh, we all have this passion for the university here. We have this passion for the you know for for Michigan athletic department, and uh, so I think that's pretty neat in itself. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some staffs that that do it that way, and some that are completely diverse. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's interesting. It's almost like you're reading from my 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 list of questions here, Coach. Because the next one was, you know, when I think of Michigan, I think of I think of Joe McFarland. So, you know, you, you sort of touched on it, but what does the University of Michigan mean to you? Oh my gosh, I I you know, it be hard to even put into words to be honest with you it's been it's been my life since i was uh, since i showed up here as a freshman at, at the age of 18 and i've always i've always said this over the years and i've i, I said this to recruits um and sometimes they're probably thinking well that's that's what every coach says but um when i when i say it i really mean it this is a special place um, it's a it's a it's a place you're always going to come back to you see it every home football game or sporting event you you see you know, you see grandfathers that went to Michigan bringing, you know, bringing their grandsons here for football games, or, or, uh, or, or you see them up on campus. And I don't know, it's, um, it's just one of those schools that that uh, that balances the academic, um, and and athletic balance, um, the right way. And um, and we want to we we want to bring in student athletes that that want to, they want to excel, you know, in the classroom and on the wrestling mat. And um, it's it's a, it's a special place. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I hadn't thought of this, but but talking to you, what are you? What are the relationships? I mean, I know they're good. At, you know, what I mean it that way. But like your relationship with Sean Bournemouth, Kellen Russell, the Chirella family. What what do those mean to you? Knowing you're still going to have them, but it's not going to be the same day to day, hour to hour. You know, checking in yeah. with each other all the time. You know, like it's the same thing. I coached with my dad for 20 years, and. I still talk to him every week, but you know, I used to just, you know, that was that was my ride or die guy, you know, and and now it's yeah, exactly. You know, you go back to being father and son. Um, you know, when you think of those relationships and those those guys, and you know, I, I can't even call them young men. I think Sean's my age, but um, what do those guys? What do those guys mean to you? Well, I mean, they're all they're all special guys. They've they've, they've been a big part of this this program. Um, not only is former student athletes, but now as coaches and stuff, and um, they're going to continue to do a great job. And I can promise you this: I'm I'm going to be one of those guys. I am not going to be looking over their shoulder. I'm not going to be in their hair. I'm not going to be. I mean, I'm going to let these guys run with this thing. They're ready to take the reins. They've got. They have the energy, the knowledge, the experience. They're ready to run with this thing. And so, uh, my job now is to get out of the way, right, and uh, and just sit back and enjoy it with uh, with with uh, you know all of our other alums that uh, that are proud of the program. Well, you may be getting out of the way, but I'm, you may be getting a call from time to time too about, hey, how do I deal with so and so about such and such? You know, because you already had such a great relationship with them. So, um, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here for any time they need me for anything. But at the same time, I don't. I don't want. I'm not going to be one of those coaches that's stepping on their toes. And seriously, I, I want to let these guys do their own thing. And I think that that'll be the. the you know, who, who you know, these guys are ready to go. Like I said, they don't they don't want me looking over their shoulder. No, no, what I want to do that. I'm not like that. But um, these guys are experienced, man. I tell you what, they're gonna they're gonna do some great things here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had Sean on the show. 
I think maybe right before the Iowa duel. And uh, his his tone, his demeanor changes when he talks about you. The the you know he goes from you know not that he's a happy-go-lucky guy, but a little a little lighter to when he talks about you. Just the respect, um, you know, the sincerity, the the true admiration he has for you, um, you know, is is very very apparent when you listen to him. So. Um, and I, I know when I know when you say this that it's true that you're not going to be you know overlooking things and and I, I know that's how you are as, as a as a coach and as a guy. But I, if I was the coach at Michigan, the next one or one of the assistants, it would be awfully nice knowing that I had a resource like Joe McFarland to reach out to. Um, you know, if I was stuck or just needed some some good old fashioned wisdom, you know. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I'm always going to be one of those guys that'll 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 be there for that. But like I said, I think these guys are pretty sharp, man. They really are, and um, they're going to do they're going to do some great things. And you know, my 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 former coach Dale Barr, he 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 did the same thing with me. Once I took over, he just became more of a uh, you know more more of a supporter than anything else, and that was it. And um, I think that's what these guys would probably want as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you know, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of different sports and. When you hear guys announce your retirement, you know, they always say, like, baseball players, it doesn't really hit them until it's time to go to spring training, you know, the next, you know, in those case, the next calendar year. Yeah. So how do you think it'll hit you when either, you know, preseason practices are going on or really like that first, you know, open tournament in November when, you know, you're not getting on a bus, you're not going to the Michigan State Open, you're not having, having to pull out one of those million-dollar suits. Um, you know, <laughs> how do you think, how do you think that's going to hit you when, uh, when, when I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, that's a really good question. I, I don't know if, if, if this is a coincidence or not, but I know my, you know, I've never been, you know, I'm, I'm soon to be 56. I've never been in, you know, down to a warmer climate, like during the winter. I've never been to, um, I've never been on a cruise or anything like that. So my wife and some, some neighbor friends of ours are, already planning a cruise and, and it's going to be in November. So I don't know if that's, uh, if, if, if my wife had, had timed that, you know, because then she knew it'd be the start of the wrestling season and that I might be a little bit, you know, so, so that, I don't did. know when that's going to be yet, still in the planning stage. So, yeah. I'm guessing she did. But, yeah. I bet she did too. Yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, you know, you just brought that up. I, now I'm starting to connect the dots. Yeah. They're always smarter than us, coach. Yeah. <laughs> They just let us think we're having our way. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I overachieved, so I don't want her to, <laughs> on the flip side, I don't want her to figure out that, what that means, that maybe she underachieved. But <laughs> just so it, it sounds like what's next for you is a little up in the air. Is that right? I mean, do you have any definitive plans? No, I really don't. I, I One of the things I, that I promised my wife, Linda, was um, I was going to take some downtime. Um, she, she just said, you know, Take some time off. Don't don't jump in anything right away, and that's just really good sound advice, right? right. Um, I need to, I, I, yeah, I probably need to just recover a little bit and um, just spend some time. We, you know, we've been we've been really blessed. We have uh, we we live on a chain of lakes and stuff, and it's a beautiful place where we have and and um, you know, so I'll, I'll get out on the water. I'm going to get back doing some more fishing. Um, I've gotten away from that just because of my schedule, and. Uh, like I said, road, the dirt road literally ends at our house and stuff, so we're surrounded by woods and water and stuff. So I'm I'm looking forward to doing some of that stuff. I'm a I like to I like to come up with projects. I think I get that from my dad. Um, I'll be working on projects. I'll be working on lawn and stuff. But just some things to to clear my mind a little bit and then figure out the next chapter.
Well, my dad's a huge project guy and fisher guy, so if he uh, gets yep. on my mom's nerves, I'm going to send him up there for a week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll spend some time on the boat and take some cast-out rods and stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to – really, I'm looking forward to doing more of that. I, I have a old fishing boat that's in my pole barn, and um, it's a 19 – I think it's a 1946 Arkansas Traveler and stuff. It's an old fishing boat that I ripped apart years ago, So that, and I always told my wife that that's going to be – a project of restoring that boat, so that's going to be one of my projects. Probably won't get to that till till summertime, but um, I'll try to get that thing going in the water this summer. That's awesome. So, well, Coach, I, I think I said this earlier, but I've I've known you personally for for 26 years. I was thinking about this since 1992. And I recruited you. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I always, you know, it's funny as you remember. I remember how you treated me then. I, I've seen you on Saturday night in various places after the Nationals, and sometimes your team did great, and sometimes your team didn't do so great, and you were always class. You know, you always had a smile, always a great handshake, always, how's your parents doing? You know, always introduced yourself to whoever I was with, and, um, you know, I coached in junior college for a lot of years, and it's hard when, you know, you pour your, your heart and soul and guts into those guys, and when it doesn't go well, the hardest thing to do is is to be that way to have that character so it's uh yeah. you know you're you're the way you've treated me and and my parents with just such class and respect is uh is is something you know we're going to miss running into you at wrestling meets and your friendship so you know I, well you'll see me around a little bit i'm still going to be around the mat i'm still going to be you know I'm, I'm going i'm planning on going to pittsburgh and stuff and of course i'll be you know um i don't know exactly what what like i said what what i'll be doing but um I'll I'll be uh, I'll be following wrestling for sure, and I'm a big fan of you and your and your and your your parents for sure, and um, you know hopefully we'll continue to see each other down the road. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and it, you know I'll just have to do a double take when you're in jeans and a, a Michigan sweatshirt <laughs> exactly. instead of on the cover yeah. of GQ. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the to the to the next next piece. So um, you know it's been been good being with you. Yeah, well, you know, on behalf of, of, of me and my parents, and I think the wrestling community as a whole, I mean, you're one of the good guys. And I, I want to congratulate you on, on a, a truly amazing career. And thank you for, for everything you've done for, for young men in our sport. And I know whatever you choose to do next, you'll be really successful. And I just want to wish you the best of luck. And God bless about that, Coach. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I really appreciate that. And, and uh, we'll stay in touch, okay? For sure. Ladies and gentlemen, from the University of Michigan, the guy I'll always think of as, as Mi the Michigan man, Joe McFarland. This is David Maricatani with Matt Chat. I'll speak to you all next week.